You're listening to the 49 Carats Podcast, a 49ers goldmine production with Stephanie Sanchez. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the 49 Carats Podcast. I'm your host, Steph. I was just on live like about an hour ago doing another interview, but now with me here today is Houston defensive lineman DeAnthony Jones. How are you doing today, DeAnthony? Doing good, man. Thank you for having me on the show. Appreciate it. How you doing? I'm not too bad. Not too bad. Um, you know, I know you're from California. I just want to say, like, we love a California native out here. You know, you're from SoCal, so um, I'm from the Bay, so uh, we love that California connection. Um, and you, you did spend some time playing at uh, Long Beach City College, right? Yes, sir, and I did. Okay. Um, after playing uh, JUCO, you you had a few options, right? Like a few colleges that were interested in you, uh, Boise State, Hawaii, to name a few. Uh, but you ultimately decided on Houston. What was it about Houston that you really gravitated to and and you felt was the right fit for you? So what a lot of people don't know about me is, you know, coming out of junior college, I only really rushed like pass rush on third down. That's when I played defensive line. You know, my coach talked to me and told me that, you know, I might have a future at, you know, off the ball linebacker. You know, this when I was like 250, 255. And, um, you know, a lot of schools offered me as an off the ball real linebacker or Mike linebacker. And, um, you know, I just knew deep down in my heart, the thing I want to do, you know what I'm saying? I kind of went against, you know, my head coach's uh, wishes. And uh, I told schools I want to play defensive end. You know, all of the schools I talked to primarily just like, oh, you can rush every now and then, but you know, we want you at Mike linebacker or Will linebacker, and just um, wasn't the fit for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, and Coach Brian Early, that's really a, a a big part of why I went there. You know, he had a lot of success with guys like me, six foot one, six foot two pass rushers. You know what I'm saying? My body type, speedy guys, guys who aren't the natural six foot five stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And um. Just, you know, looking at Coach Early's track record and just, you know, what I what I knew he could do with me, you know, and help me get better, it was just the perfect fit for me. Yeah, it's, it's definitely hard to argue that that it was the right fit because I think the resume, you know, speaks for itself. Last season, you were first-team All-American, PFF All-American. PFF had you as a nation's top-graded pass rusher among edge, rush, edge defenders. You had five forced fumbles, which tied first nationally eight sacks, five of those came in consecutive games. So, like, you really did it all for this Houston defensive line. Um, and it really feels like last season was kind of like a, a, an accumulation of what you had improved on from the previous season. And it just seems like every season you just get better. Was there one year in particular, either at Long Beach or Houston, where you felt you really came into your own as a player? Um, yeah, quite literally uh, this past season. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I was at the University of Houston for three years, obviously. Um, first season, only played in, you know, four games, shut it down. You know, had the COVID thing, um, you know, didn't do too well. You know, had to learn the system, realized I couldn't do things my way. Uh, came back the next season, got a little bit better. Everyone knew I was a good pass rusher, but, you know, didn't play the run as well, didn't run to the ball as much, you know, didn't do everything I needed to do to become a, a, a three-down defensive lineman or three-down player. And, um, you know, coming to this last year, you know, I lost the weight. I was overweight, um, you know, that lap, that past season. I was 295 on the edge, which people don't know. 
I was 295 pounds on the edge. I don't think a lot of guys could do that. And then um, this, I played at 265, 270, and it was just so much better for me. On top of that, I can move like I used to a little bit more. And then, you know, I, I put it all together. You know, everyone knows I'm a talented pass rusher, but, you know, I I stepped up with the run, too, as well. You know, I got my total tackles up, TFLs, um, led my team in TFLs. You know what I'm saying? I think I had 12 and a half. Um, and just, you know, brought my game to another level. You know, seeing guys like Derek Parrish on my team and Peyton Turner, Logan Hall, you know, I, I want to be in that upper echelon, you know, in University of Houston pass rush history, you know, when they think like, you know, University of Houston, who are the guys? I want to be one of those guys. So not only did I step up with my pass rush, I stepped up, you know, with the run and, you know, just my all-around game as well. Yeah, oh, you, you definitely did. You did mention like the impact that, you know, COVID had on, you know, preparing for, you know, your season. How did that, tell me a little bit more about how that impacted you both in just like preparation, you know, conditioning and how you were able to kind of overcome that. So it was kind of a blessing in disguise. Um, coming into that COVID year, I used my red shirt at a Long Beach City College, you know, I was going through some some things in life, you know what I'm saying? I won't go into too much detail, but, you know, just couldn't get right, you know, living situation, family situation, just wasn't the best. Um, but, um, you know, so I burned my red shirt year, so I was only going to have two. But obviously COVID happened, and that was a free year for me. You know, I learned, you know what I'm saying? I got with Coach Early, you know, defensive coordinator, uh, you know, Joe Cawthon at the time, and then uh, Doug Belk was a good uh, coach to me as well. It's just – you know, I, I talked about the things like that I needed to do. What did I need to do to become the player I needed to be? It wasn't junior college anymore. You can't just sit there and run around people and do one thing. You got to elevate your game. And uh, it was just a blessing because that would have been a wasted year for me. Playing in four games, only had one sack. I flashed exactly what my coach told me. He said, you're flashing, but you're not, you know, you're not getting home. You're not doing what I need you to do. You know, you're not doing what I know you're capable of. And just uh, it was just a blessing because it I, I I live and learn, you know what I'm saying? Um, just just to get that that little bit of experience under my belt, and then playing with Peyton Turner too, who was a first round pick, yeah. earned a lot of things from him too. And then Logan coming up, David Anini, Derek Parrish, them guys. Uh, just you know, I got up under their wing and just you know, I told them, I literally told them, I said, I'm going to lead this thing in sacks next year. I get my mind right, I'm gonna do what I need to do, and um, I'm gonna get after it next season. So yeah. Yeah, that was actually my next question, actually, because, you know, there's been a number of, of Cougars, former teammates of yours who have gone through this draft process already in recent years. You mentioned some of them, you know, Logan Hall, Peyton Turner um, are just a few of them. Have you been in touch with those guys at all throughout this process now? And if so, like what has been their advice for you? Um, I, I talk to them every now and then. Um, My main guy would probably be David Anini. You know, uh, I don't think you know, not in a disrespectful way towards him. I don't think a lot of people know about him, but, you know, he's kind of a guy that I, like, modeled my game after, too, you know, getting off the ball, being real bendy on the pass rush, you know, getting after, you know, balls instead of just getting the QB. And just, um, you know, he telling me, you know, just take it slow, you know, take your training, you know what I'm saying, serious. Uh, Just, you know, I was having a little bit of frustration, you know. I was trying to get to a certain number. Um, And I'm like, you know, I know I can run it, and, you know, his idea, just pay attention to the coach. And this is different. It's not just being an athlete. You got to do the right technique and all of that. And it was just like, you know what, man, I, I, I get it. And, you know, he just told me just enjoy the process because it's only going to happen once, you know, I'm saying just stay level headed and, you know, just keep my head down, keep working. That's really what I've been doing. 
Yeah, definitely. No, I I was a fan of David Anini uh, coming out uh, last season, and and glad to see like he's with the Falcons now. So, um, you know, he's had some success. And there's a few other like teammates of yours who have declared for this draft, right? As well as yourself, for like on the same boat as you in terms of you know draft prep and all that. Uh, what's been a typical training day for you as you prepare for your pro day? Um, so, you know, usually I wake up around 7 a.m., 7.30 a.m. I'm, I'm kind of happy. Practice kind of starts not too early. We got to get there at 8.45. So I get there about 8.25. You know what I'm saying? Practice starts at 9. Go get a little treatment in, roll out, whatnot. And then uh, just, you know, you know, typical stuff, depending on what day it is, you know, 40, 40 stars, 10-yard stars, 20 splits, you know, things like that. Or we got a lifting day. And um, actually, I've been getting a lot of work in with the linebackers, too. You know what I'm saying? I've, we had a coverage day with the DB linebackers, though. So I want to be able to show that. But, you know, we finish up around about 1, 1 p.m. every day. And so, um, you know, we just uh, – I'd say probably 1.30 p.m. I'm done because I go get some more treatment after as well. So, yeah, that's yeah, you- pretty – all right. You, you mentioned a couple of things there. I mean, you know, uh, working on linebackers and things like that. Is there anything in particular you're looking to test better at? Um, Really, just, just to show that I can move, you know what I'm saying? Uh, whether that's uh, out in the open field, playing off the ball linebacker, dropping into coverage, and then just, you know, being able to run in space. You know what I'm saying? I feel like people think, you know, just because I'm kind of a heavier set DN, I can't move, but I feel like the tape really shows more than that. I'm a really explosive guy. I can run sideline to sideline, you know what I'm saying? Obviously not as bad or as the linebackers who are 220, but for my side, I think I move extremely well. So I just want to – I, I definitely agree because, like, one thing – that that's, like, one of the first thing I noticed when I watch you. you. You have a very quick get-off, and you make plays before I think even the player you tackled or sacked even knows what the hell happened. Like, that's how quickly you get into the backfield and you make a play. Um, and I found that to be very impressive. Um, so is that something that you've worked to improve over time or is that something you've always been pretty good at? I'd say the get off thing, and I'm not trying to sound really cocky with this, but I've been doing the get off thing for a, a long time. I've watched guys like Elmis Doomerville, Von Miller, Khalil Mack, you know, the first thing, like, you see with them, like, if that ball, like, if the ball is moving, they're gone. So, I, you know, I adopted that into my game, and uh, it, it's helped me really well, you know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. If I get off that rock and beat the tackle, I, I didn't want half the battle already, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You type here, dip here, you know, I'm already at the quarterback. There's nothing, like, you can really do to stop me. And then on top of that, I'm going 100%, you know what I'm saying, 100 miles per hour. How fast can you get to me before I get to my spot? And even if you do get there, can you stop me? That's kind of how I think about it. Yeah, no, I I love that mentality. And it definitely shows on tape. So you're doing the right thing. Um, Did you play any other sports in college or even high school that you think gives you an advantage on the football field? Uh, Not sports, but uh, it's funny. All my teammates and uh, my homeboys laugh at me when I tell them. uh, I actually played wide receiver uh, in high school. Four, 10 touchdowns you can look that up as well uh, I think a lot of my movement and being able to move very well comes from that you know I play wide receiver tight end you know and then I feel like that helps me understand coverages as well 
You know what I'm saying? It probably doesn't sound too impressive, but you know, as a lineman dropping, I've dropped a lot over my past three years. Um, I've only had one ball caught on me, literally, in three years. And you know, I've dropped quite a bit. And um, you know, I feel like that really helps me because I understand coverages. I understand where people want to sit, how they how they want to run their routes. You know what I'm saying? If I'm in this zone, they're gonna like hook up inside of me, inside or outside, depending on my leverage. You know, I just feel like that really helps me. But no other sport. I played basketball when I was younger, but I stopped growing, so I was like, yeah, that's it for me. <laughs> no, oh, well, on the wide receiver thing, I do think like that definitely helps. Like there's a lot of that that definitely translates to other positions too. So I think that's definitely helped you out. Um, you know, a couple of days ago, it might have been yesterday, there's a clip I saw on Twitter. I believe you retweeted it actually. It's a clip of you going up against former Tulsa, now Dallas Cowboys tackle Tyler Smith, and you got a strip sack against him. And you might know 49er fans hate the Cowboys, so I think they would really appreciate that clip. Um, I'll retweet it after after this video so everyone can see it. Um, I mean, it was definitely impressive. Is it, like, gratifying at all to go against guys who have made it to the NFL and know that you've been able to beat them? Uh, absolutely, 100%. You know, no flack or disrespect towards him, but, um, you know, sorry about that. That's my son. Oh, you're good. No, no flack or disrespect towards him. Just, you know, with, with me, how I think about it, um, you know how we could go into a film week, and, you know, my coach brought it up. He was trying to, like, wasn't trying to scare me. Oh, this guy's the real deal. You know what I'm saying? This guy's the best. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And I'm, in, I'm so, oh, okay, this is my ticket to the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm People like to shy away from the competition, but I love it. I want it. I want you to show me how you're a first-round pick and why I should be one. You know what I'm saying? That's how I think about it at the end of the day. Uh, my coach actually said something to me, and it's kind of funny. He said, you know, during the end of the season, he was like, D.A., it's crazy. Whenever we played a top-tier tackle, you brought your game to another level, even like you you exceeded it even than you, like, normally do. And he was like, why don't you play like that all the time? I was like, you know, you need to do that all the time. But, you know, going to top-tier guys brings the best out of me. You know, my best games uh, are always against the top guys, even though that kind of sounds weird. I should – I should play great all the time, but, you know what I'm saying, it's just, you know, like playing against um Tyler Smith and then uh, I forgot the tackle from BYU. Uh, he played with Zach Wilson. I think he's – dang, I forgot his name. But, you know, it's just whenever the top-tier guys come out, man, and, you know, I get a chance to prove myself, it just – it excites me because, you know what I'm saying, like I said, if you're a top-tier guy, you're an elite talent, I'm going to show the world why I'm a, a even better elite talent, and I'm going to try and embarrass you. No, I, I mean, I love that mindset. And, you know, in the NFL, you, you'd be playing the best of the best, right? So theoretically, you'd, you'd be bringing an A game every single week, right? So I, I think that'd be great for you. Uh, well, you did get a chance to play in the Hula Bowl, and congrats on that, by the way. And that was really like yours and, and many players' first time of uh, getting a taste of NFL coaching, right? So what was that like for you? Was there any adjustment at all for you? Uh, minor, uh, minor details, you know what I'm saying? Um, like, my coach is really good when it comes to, like, the finer details of playing D-line. Everything they kind of did, we we do in practice every day. So it really didn't surprise me. Uh, but, um, you know, the one thing that kind of threw me a curveball, you know, was getting down in the stance. You know, I'm not a guy who's used to doing that. I only usually do it on one side with a tight end or something like that. And, um, you know, I had to be down the whole time unless it was a third and long situation. And, um, you know, just going against I formation, you know what I'm saying? I think people seem to forget that I'm I'm 270 pounds. I'm not a, 
a little defensive end. I'm short wise, I'm little, but body weight, I'm actually a bigger defensive end. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I was just, you know, attacking. It, it was better for me, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather beat up on a tight end or beat up on a fullback all day long, you know, going against the I formation. That was just, you know, me showing them, hey, you know what I'm saying? I can get down in the stance and I will beat up on tight ends or, or get in. They even put me in the forehand. I was just knocking people back. You know, my leverage, you know, is really good for me being a shorter guy. You know what I'm saying? Um, knocking guys back in the forehand, even though I've never played that, you know. But, you know, other than that, you know, it, it was cool. You know what I'm saying? I got a chance to play against some top-tier talent uh, again. Uh, really doesn't matter to me, you know what I'm saying? I've, I've heard the stigma of the group of five and power five. Honestly, I've played some some guys in group of five that played better than a lot of guys in the power five section. But, uh, like I said, no disrespect to them, but, you know, it's just – it was just another chance for me to, to – to put my name out there against the top tier guys. Cause you know, that's really one of the knacks on me too, is I play group of five, but I was like, man, let me get up here and beat up on some power five tackles. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that mindset. And the 49ers do, uh, they, they've seen, uh, you know, a guy like Hassan Reddick, you know, beat up on a tight end as well. So <laughs> they, they know how that goes. Uh, you did get a chance to meet with the 49ers while you were out there. Right. So, um, how did that meeting go for you? It was really cool, you know, didn't uh, really go too depth into ball talkers, you know, talking to me about my background, where I'm from. I forgot the guy's name, but I think he was actually from California as well. Um, and just, you know, talking about how I grew up, you know what I'm saying, uh, my mentality on the field, things like that. It wasn't really nothing. Awesome. Well, I, I can definitely see why they would be interested. Uh, you know, they love having a deep defensive line rotation. They have one of the best defensive line coaches in the league and Chris Kosarek. Is there any defensive scheme you think you're a best fit for? I mean, cause we've kind of talked about it a little bit, right? Like just what you're used to uh, playing um, or, or like, is there a scheme you prefer to play in? Um. Obviously, I would love to play in a similar situation like my school in a four-two-five defense. You know what I'm saying with that outside linebacker hybrid. But you know, I'm a guy. I'll I'll play anywhere. You know what I'm saying. You know, it's you know I'm I'm kind of a lineup and just go type guy. You know what I'm saying. Uh, you know, if you really watch my film throughout the games, there have been times where I line up on the edge, wide nine, five inside the tight end. It's like you go back to uh, ECU. Well, people don't know I'm blitzing for middle linebacker and then I'm sitting in coverage a couple plays later. And that game I was playing primarily off the ball the whole game. And I'm um, just, you know, whatever my coach want me to do, you know what I'm saying? I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just here to help any way I can help. Yeah. Okay. You, you kind of answered my next question too. Cause like, I. Uh... I've seen you listed as, you know, defensive lineman on a lot of sites. Some people have you as edge. Some people has you, have you as defensive end. Um, on Twitter, you have yourself listed as outside linebacker. But it sounds like you'd be open to playing wherever a coach, coach feels like, you know, you would be – you would best fit. You know what I'm saying? These guys are in the NFL for a reason. They've been there for a while, you know what I'm saying? And if they want me – to go play defensive end or, or play primarily outside linebacker, I'll do that. Whatever weight they need me to be out, I'll do it too. You know what I'm saying? I play that 295 on the edge, which I don't think a lot of people can do. I've been down to the 265. I've been down to 250. So, you know what I'm saying? My what? My weight can really fluctuate really well. So, um, whatever they need me to do, I'll do it. I'm up yeah, to learning. Uh, so. Yeah, no, it, it definitely seems like it. I, I love that about you. Is, is there any 
NFL player, current or past? I know you've mentioned a few of them already um, that that you kind of model your game after or that you grew up inspired by. Obviously, uh, the top two guys, probably Von Miller and Khalil Mack, it's kind of like a best of both worlds. And that's what, you know, I feel like that's when I, why I'm one of the better pass rushers in this league, uh, in this draft as well. Because, you know, most guys are a speed rusher or a power rusher. Mm-hmm. I'm the best. Both, you know what I'm saying? I can go run past any tackle with a get off, dip the edge, bend the corner, or I can go run through a tackle's face because I'm not no little defensive end. You know what I'm saying? And just some, um, but yeah, Khalil Mack, uh, Von Miller, and then guys that I've been watching, obviously Hassan Reddick, he came from my league as well. Um, my coach showed me some of his tape, you know, during the season as well. And then, you know, just for my body type, you know, those guys are my height and stuff, but they're more on the slimmer side. Mm-hmm. I like guys like Brandon. You know what I'm saying? Brandon Graham, um, Melvin Ingram, you know what I'm saying? I'm more so their body type, but I move like the the Von Millers and, you know, uh, Hassan Red. So I yeah. could do both. Well, that's that's definitely – there's definitely an advantage to that, right? Because as you mentioned, you can convert the speed of power and, and whatnot. So um, I got one last question for you before I get you out of here. What would a team – what would a fan base – be getting with D'Anthony Jones on the field and off the field? Uh, a high energy game changer. You know what I'm saying? If you look at my career, you know, in the last two years, even this year, I was tied for number one in the country in forced fumbles. And over the last two years, no one's had more forced fumbles than me in the country. I'm, my coach gave me, you know, that little nickname, and I, I'm going to stick with it. I'm a game changer. I can change the game at any moment. You go look at my film, I do it in the most clutchest times, too. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make plays throughout the game, but when they need us, when it's that third and long minute left, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to show up. That's when, you know, that's the type of guy I am. High energy, very impactful guy, you know what I'm saying, and willing to do anything for my team. Man, I want the 49ers to draft you officially. It's like, okay, decided, confirmed. <laughs> but – D'Anthony, best of luck like throughout this process. Uh, good luck in your pro day. I'll definitely be tuning into that. Um, and just, you know, enjoy this process and, and hopefully you end up in a great situation for yourself. Got it. Thank you. Appreciate you for having me on, man. Truly appreciate it. Yeah, and, and thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you like this video. Make sure you guys subscribe. We'll have more prospect interviews coming up. So have a good rest of your Wednesday, people. Peace.